Hey, Godzillas. Hi. Here we are on uh, Wednesday, the day the podcast is coming out. <laughs> it's basically live. Yeah. This is a live podcast. We're going to have an, like an hour in between. We have a studio audience. It's just producer Millie. Yeah. And she's licking her body right now. So she's busy. She's busy. She's... You know what? I was People really do want to become friends of the cast. I know. I it's, like it. It's a real thing. I met a lovely young lady. Shout her out, Rachel. She yeah, came. Rachel. She came to my show. I mean, I hope that's her name. It's been oh, a few days. <laughs> Way to go, I Reba. Think that's her name. Well, whatever. Thank you, Raquel. Raquel, um, Raquel Welsh yes. uh, came to the show. Oh, Big perfect. fan. She's still alive. No, I have no idea. Um, but we like ghosts. We have ghosts that are uh, friends of the cast. <laughs> There's a couple ghosts. You know what? It would be on brand for me to have ghost <laughs> friends. I want that. I want You should have that. a ghost friend. Who would my ghost friend be, you think? I feel like your ghost friend. Oh, um, what's his name? Pink Flamingo. John Waters is not, not dead. Not John Waters. Oh, Divine. Divine. Yes. Divine is my friend. Divine is your ghost friend. Our ghost. Who is your garden angel? Divine. Divine, yeah. She's always telling me to eat dog shit, though. It's I mean, awkward. Look, put a steak work between. On that. Listen, you want to cool down? You want to prevent chub rub? Just put a little steak between there. Just she a puts little a raw steak meat. in there? Yeah, that's one of the, that's Yeah, that happens. I think it's in Pink Flamingos that happens. That she puts raw meat in? I've never yeah. actually seen Pink Flamingos. Oh, it's a hard one to get through, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. Look, I love John Waters. I l- deeply, deeply love John Waters. I'm convinced that somewhere we are related in the lineage. We just I have to so. be. Because he is Which my... you have to talk about because you found some stuff out. Oh, I did finally. Yeah. But like, I just feel like John Waters, like our DNA is in there somewhere. Yeah, I up. think all of you Marylanders are yeah, we're all related. same swamp creature. <laughs> it's, you know what? It hasn't been proven otherwise. Y'all live near swamps. There are, um, I don't know if it's gaudy positive to talk about inbred families. <laughs> <laughs> also, I have a kennel cough right now. I don't right think now. so. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, say no, not. it's not gaudy positive. Yeah. I mean, it should be a, a line of um yeah. of you do you yeah <laughs> do you well, know what no, I mean? there's like I'll just say real quick that there are families in Maryland that lived up in the hills that were um like have been documented the Appalachian people yeah not just the Appalachians but like up in the hills of like Cumberland like up hill but Western Maryland yeah um because there's a number of different reasons for it they were ostracized for their yeah. race they were ostracized for their country living whatever so yeah there are actual like inbred family clans well isn't there you know cuz there's that whole um secret uh no not secret but the colonists who first came to Raleigh to North Carolina yeah there was a group of colonists and um they just disappeared no one knows what happened to them. Oh, Roanoke. The Roanokes, yeah. yeah. So no one knows what happened to them. But they have seen, like, in the Appalachians, mm-hmm. people who are white but also have, like, Native American features. Mm-hmm. So they're thinking that maybe that they were, um, you know, they couldn't survive, so they went... They, like, actually assimilated? Assimilated with the culture. Doesn't seem like a white person thing to do, does it? I mean... Doesn't seem like a real white settler thing to do. Well, I guess, and what's the other option? They all just died? I just don't think it was like a <laughs> dancing with wolves kind of thing. I just don't think they were like... Were you there? I was there. <laughs> In I Roanoke? am hundreds of years old. But I, I mean, I, be, I believe I, I believe that that people were just like, oh, a boat's not coming for us. We're going to die. Yeah. And then the natives were like, do you want to 
some food? And they're like, yeah, I'm hungry. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just skeptical of white people being that smart. (laughs) So they all just sat there and died? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Sounds like. (laughs) There's a survival that's going to kick in eventually. Maybe. But then that like Protestant like. No, the boat is coming. You know, whatever. It runs deep. That's but I wonder if you're faced with death. I don't if think you're so. faced with death. I would... think they're too I just I just don't. But I don't know. We'll never know. If I was faced with Maybe survival, we'll there's a lot day. of things I'd give up. I hope that we do know. A lot of luxuries I would give up. I hope the answer is ancient aliens. Wait, what luxuries <laughs> would you give up? If survival depended yeah. on it? Like all things. Oh, okay. To live. I mean, I would just, you know, I'll get rid of my diva cup. That's kind of a luxury. <laughs> sure, I'll give it up. Oh, it's against your religion, but you have bread. Sounds good. <laughs> free bleeding. I'll free bleed onto this loaf. Whatever. <laughs> no, Moisten I would eat up. that loaf. Ew, 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 ew. So anyway, friend of the Sop cast, Rachel. <laughs> Thanks, Trina. She came to my show Irina. Um, in uh, in at the comedy studio this weekend. Renata. And thank you. I and she was a fr- so she loved the podcast and she was like, then I heard on the podcast you were gonna be in Boston. Oh. So I drove and none of my friends could come, so I came alone. That's fucking cool. Yeah. So I'm sorry that Jenny doesn't remember your name. I'm I pretty would sure have it's remembered. Rachel. I'm pretty <laughs> sure <laughs> I'm so bad with names. Don't you turn on me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Rachel. Rachel, whoever you are. Please raise that. I know she's hand. a librarian. Oh shit. Is she a lesbarian? No, I don't Do you think know about so. this? Wait, what's Okay, so I have a background in the book world. This is not coming out of nowhere. Okay. Um, because I was a book publicist for a handful of years and my friend is, who is a librarian used to tell me all the hot librarian gossip. And she was Ooh. like, Do you know that a lot of le- librarians are lesbians and that we call ourselves the lesbarians? She counts herself among those, of course. I mean, that's great. Yeah. And like, I loved it. I loved all of a the librarian. like librarian gossip. I so. don't know if she was a librarian. I didn't ask. That's not my first she question. She didn't identify. She's like, it's not <laughs> on my title. a librarian. Yeah. Yeah, but are you gay? <laughs> yeah, but are you the head librarian <laughs> of your branch? Um, yeah. I just, so, so more funny. of that, Got guys. A positive fact is more that the, of li- that. Yeah, the librarians yeah. are cool. Show up, you lesbarians, They're librarians, loose librarians. Mm. Those are people in open relationships. Polybrarians. But also librarians. Do you know yeah. what a. Oh, I'm going to fuck it up. It's like Amio Morris. No. It's a hard one. I is gotta, this Animorphs? I, no. Is this just like the Animorphs <laughs> no, book? It's, I, I think I fucked up the name. It's like, basically what it means is that it's like polyamorous, but instead of having like a series of monogamous relationships that like, that all go back to one person, it's that that person is in a series of relationships where each of those relationships might have its own rules. So you could have... So you're talking about a nightmare situation I, is what you're talking about. You know, I know people who love it. I feel like in some ways it's probably more realistic than what than the hard definition of polyamory because for a lot of people because there's so... It is very difficult to find someone else who is truly polyamorous who's with a partner who's also polyamorous. Yeah. So it seems like it's actually maybe a little more realistic to where people... Meeting people where they're at. Okay. But... What's so that just sounds like... Dating. That's all that sounds like to me. <laughs> Amnio Morris? I don't remember. Dating what it is. people who have their own ways of dating. Mm. Dating. 
Right? That's just what it sounds like to me. So, okay, first of all. Speaking of. Wait. I, you, you talk. I have something for you, and no, it's a I surprise. Have, but no, I, no. Well, you know you have to stay for this. Oh, Jenny Zagrino. I'm I Jenny Zagrino. I'm a comedian. And I'm Kat Eves, and I'm a stylist. And, and this, this is Gotti Positive. Positive. Okay, now you can go. Okay, good. <laughs> um, I just think that, yeah, if you're in a relationship with multiple people, but you're all doing your own thing, then it's just dating. Maybe I'm wrong. Ooh, you've brought me something. <gasps> Shut the front motherfucking door. Yeah. What? Let me tell you, friend of the cast, Adam. What? Heard that you lost your headphones or you left them in a rental car. And oh we've my been, God. He reached out to me over DM. I might cry, you but might I cry. don't have that Do much it. emotion in my heart. I hope you cry. Okay, so yeah, I lost my headphones and they just gave me a new pair. Yeah. <gasps> Oh Adam, friend God. of the cast, took care Adam, of all of that. Adam, friend of the... Adam, love of the cast. I know. Adam, you've been upgraded to a new level we didn't know existed. Wait, is this my Adam, friend of the cast? This is your Adam. This is my Adam, friend of the cast? Yes. Adam. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. My the, World uh, War II love. Exactly. Cosplaying, World War II reenacting, oh leather pounding. Uh, I'm so excited to Adam, talk to him about this. friend of the cast. And be like, no, oh, thanks. <laughs> no, it's cool. It's cool. Thanks. And I really appreciate it. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, he doesn't listen to the podcast no, at all. No, no. <laughs> Speaking of which, have you learned a lesson about talking about yes, people? Yes, I have. Okay. On the podcast, I you want to talk about lesson. that? I will not shit talk anyone that I am friends with. <laughs> Careful who you talk about, because yeah. those people buy headphones. Yeah, but now the, <laughs> to replace. But now them. I won. I got the headphones. I know. You talk about having your cake and eating it too. Oh my God. Speaking of I'm which, like, if you want to be a friend a, of the I cast. I might need a break for a minute to like yeah. emotionally take this in. This well, is like such a nice thing. If you need that, I'm just going to list off all the ways you can also become a friend how, of the yeah, cast. Yeah, how else can you become a friend of the cast? Um, first is you could sponsor us. Ooh, that would be great. Like I would love a sponsorship. Secondly, you could bake us a cake. No. Yeah, I want a cake. No, nah, but I'm, look, I'm, I want a cake. I want I'm a pink champagne cake from Madonna. Because what if someone's like, I'm a friend of the cast. Oh no, it and has to be a cake. the pink champagne cake from Madonna. And so when I say you bake it, I you mean Madonna. In <laughs> you want them to buy you a cake, or you can send us treats from Milk Bar, Momofuku's Milk Bar. I like their stuff too. I'm I just hungry. <laughs> you just want today. food. Do you just do we need to take a break so you can get some, need some snacks? I just want you. cake. Um, I just want to like, yeah, I've been thinking about this lately and, um, if, you know, there's this whole thing out there now where there's all these mattresses, right? Like there's like Casper and I have a Lisa, which is ba- apparently just like Casper. Yeah. Tufton needle, like all purple. Like what are these fucking names? Oh yeah. The Tufton needle purple. Then there was another one. The one that I have is, I forget it's called like Oreo or something. Oceo. Awkward. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's hmm. fine. So you want to hmm. be sponsored by a mattress company? Um, no, I want a bed made of cake. Yeah, that feels really um, inconvenient. That sounds delicious. You Can you imagine? Fall like, you can't. The bottom. It's just for one day. Like, you can't obviously live on a, it's, there's a decomposition thing. Like, there's health codes and <laughs> ants. But like for one day, I want to lay on a cake that I can eat. I want a bed I can eat. What about a bathtub full of cake? 
No, that's gross. Why is that gross? Bathtubs, you clean them with different things. Wait a minute. So, okay, on this bed of cake, it's on a, a giant sh- dish. Is there a sheet over this cake? No, you just are on the cake. Because there's no sheets or blankets. Body cake. It's a body cake. You your body is on that cake. Okay. Frosting yeah. or unfrosted? It's a great question. Because in my mind I was picturing it with no frosting, but I think Oh wow, because I was picturing very much frosting. I think the frosting is like it's gotta be in there. If if it's an unfrosted cake, no, it's you're just right. sweet bread. Well, you know like cake pops where they like actually take the frosting and they do you know how cake pops are made? Well they don't they use cream cheese or something? They use frosting. Yeah. So the frosting is in the cake, in the cake pop. So maybe what I really want is a giant cake pop, cake pop bed. You just want a squishy cake pop bed. I just want to eat it while I'm yeah. laying on it. What if you just like ate a cake pop and sat down? Is that the same thing? That's different. That's different. That I want to be enveloped in that cake. sat on a pillow? Listen. What if you wrapped yourself in a blanket this and This, I think, is pop? like... <laughs> What's no. the cleanest way you can do this? Here's the thing is like, I will never run out of cake if it's a bed of cake. I will run out of cake if it's a cake pop. That is true. I like this excess situation. However, though. This I is mean, the height of like gluttony and sloth. You, it's not that you won't run out of cake if you slept on a bed of cake. Yeah. You would just have destroyed a lot of cake by sleeping on it. I've just been trying to figure out how much. Yeah, but that's just, it's only for a day, so that's fine. I'm just you a lot I'm, of rules to this. Cake I've been bed trying fantasy. to figure out how many of the seven deadly sins I could like break. Do in all one. at once? Yeah. Okay. If you're in a cake bed, it is. Well, if you're not moving from the cake bed, if you've committed, mm-hmm. this is my cake bed day. Mm-hmm. You've gotten sloth. Yep. You've um, gotten gluttony. Okay. So why is gluttony always to be connected to food? Can't it just be over excessive anything? Yeah, for sure. Okay. So let's I think change. Over excessive we'll cake just... counts as gluttony, though. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's just a point. I'm okay, sorry if that's a trigger to cake. anyone, but we all can agree that there's a point where you eat too much cake and it feels bad. So, okay. So, cake. No shame, guys. We're not shaming anyone. Look, if you want to eat your whole cake bed, I am here for you. So, cake bed. Okay, we'll do cake bed, um, uh, gluttony, and mm-hmm. then are you going to fuck someone else's yes. boyfriend on it? 100%. Okay, so you're gonna also going to commit adultery. adultery it's got to be in bed. there. Who are you murdering on this bed? Well, I'm not. I said as many as possible. I'm not going to kill anybody on it. You could technically murder something. I don't want to. No, it doesn't have to be actual dead. Like I when you murder, like, t- I murder. could cut up a carrot. Yeah. It's oh, dead. you could just yeah. You could just like someone can bring you a plant. You can just. I'll just be like, take it out it. of the dirt. <laughs> I don't know. What's the other seven deadly sins? I forgot. Um, I'm breaking all of them. Soth, soth, sloth, gluttony, uh, fucking. Um, Let's see. Also bad. Do you like to have to call your parents and say mean things to them? Uh, Is that one? Oh, yeah, because uh, mom and dad. It's like honor something. Honor your parents, right? I don't know. I live my life by, you know, being as sinful as possible. Yeah. Not really. <laughs> Do you know the seven deadly sins are also called the capital vices, which I think is a cool fucking name. Capital vice? Capital vices. That sounds like a great band name. All right, so it's pride, which I Pride. Well, first of all, you're proud to be on your cake bed. Fuck, yes, I am. You're just like, I am so proud on this cake bed. As my mom used to say, you are a um, fly on her pile of shit. (laughs) (laughs) When I would be like really happy, she'd be like, Jenny, you would like fly on the pile of shit. (laughs) 
Oh my god! All so right, Russian. so we're getting the ten commandments mixed up with the okay. seven deadly sins. So the seven deadly sins are pride, which I think covered greed, definitely covered because I don't yeah. give a fuck what happens to this cake. Well, maybe afterwards. like at one point, like a kid is like, "Can I have some cake?" Fuck and you're no, like, kid. "Fuck off, child. my cake bed. Get the well, well, get out of here." Cake. Well, yeah. I'm hungry. So we bring in a child just so I can reject him. Oh, it's my birthday today. Can yeah. I have some cake? Oh, it's a little sorry, Richard. It's a British street urchin named Richard. Yeah, it's so cold outside you know what's short for richard dick sorry little dick <laughs> um lust. lust i think that's easy that's easy so are you lusting for someone just, on this bed yeah read a play girl in bed um <laughs> envy i don't know that's a tough one because i don't know if Can anybody i'll could be. show up in a bigger cake bed <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll be jealous maybe you show up in a big glass of milk oh yeah and then i'll be like fuck i I'm so envious I don't yeah. have milk for my cake. You don't. Um, gluttony I, I also imagine someone wheeling us into this. Yes. I'm being wheeled in on You're a... You're being wheeled on the cake. I'm on a... <laughs> yeah. I picture it's like a big plate, and the plate has wheels underneath it. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm imagining a big glass, almost like a Dita Von Teese yes. thing. Yes. Of yes, milk. Yes, yes, yes. Um, wrath? How are you going to fight someone on this cake bed? Yeah. You're going to declare war I'm gonna be on a sovereign nation in your angry cake Angry in my cake. So, cake ra- so being angry is a sin? Apparently. I say anger is healthy. I think anger is. I think anger, the way that I, that I liked is that anger is not an emotion, but is a reaction to an emotion. So anger is the reaction. I but think it comes from something else. Yeah. I, here's, here's my wrath, is that I would be thinking to myself about my enemies... And, and frenemies, <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, my life is good. Yeah. Do you see this? And it'd be pride and wrath in one. You see, see how fucking good my life and is? Then you would, wish your life was this good. What would Ghost Divine be doing? Ghost Divine would be right next to me. <laughs> Farting. Is that it? That's the seven? Ghost you know, and actually, the last one was sloth. That's a great way to segue into these seven deadly sins mm-hmm. and being, um, you know, having enough monetary means to have a cake bed. Yeah, I want to ask you before we get into the topic of today. Got it got wrong. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. G G W. Sorry, I sat and thought about it and was like, hmm. Some of us are BBWs, some of us are GGWs. Got it got wrong. Um, I'm really digging how silly this episode's going. I know, it's so good. Yeah. Lean into it. Lean into it. Um, what would be if you were just a rich bitch with a house up in the hills, uh, up in the Hollywood Hills, what would be the eccentric rich thing you would have? The eccentric rich thing that Points I would for being have. really gaudy, really um, eccentric. I'd probably have a the Prince motorcycle from Purple Rain. That's good. That's but you good. know, Dave Chappelle has that. You know what? Oh well. Yeah. You would fight so, Dave Chappelle. You would fight Dave Chappelle for the replica. You would outbuy Dave Chappelle's house. Yeah. Oh, you know what I would have? And change um, his locks. Uh, Dan sent me a um uh a um fort that's for sale. Fort Montgomery. Ooh. You would buy a I fort. I would just buy a fort. I love it. Okay. <laughs> On an island in a 19th century fort. <gasps> Fuck, yes. Yeah. And I would Does it have a prison on, on the it. island? Oh, I want to come. 
Well, every you'd fine. have to let me because we would have like we would have fort parties, but we don't have to dress historically accurate. <coughs> yeah, I would just show up. I'd be like, "Fuck it, yeah. Jenny, I'm coming in." I also I'm would storm have, your castle. Please do. Mm. I also would have a historically <laughs> accurate room in my house mm-hmm. where I always had this dream of like getting being rich enough to buy like a 18th century home in Lexington, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. and then mm. just dressing the part every day. Oh my god, I love you. And just being on the lawn and yelling at kids. <laughs> and people are like, why is she so angry? Oh no, she loves doing that. Yeah, no, that's just it what she does. makes her happy. <laughs> that's the eccentric rich shit I would it's do. It's a hobby. What about you? Um, I would have I would have a seal pond. A seal pond? What? <laughs> uh, I love seals. So live seals. Yeah. Not just No, no. I want seals and otters lined with and seal flamingos. Fur. Oh, you would have a zoo. You would buy a zoo. Well, no, but just water creatures. Just an aquarium. You would. Yeah, I would have, but like rescued ones. Because mm. I don't want to be like taking them from the wild. But they're like, oh, I can't go back. Yeah. Because I'm different. Seen too much. I've, I'm different from the other ones. <laughs> the, the elephant seal has seen too much. Oh, not an elephant seal, no. Oh, okay. I'm All sorry. Right. Oh, we're not into elephant seals? They're not cute. So? Be but, nice to things, even if you don't want to fuck them. Listen, okay? my rich bitch, I can, like lifestyle. I can just only choose cute? whatever seals I want. I love animals, but only the cute ones. Yes. Yeah. Pretty much true. I mean, if we're being honest, <laughs> it's true. I mean, have you okay? Have you been to the seal reserve? That's like outside of San Diego. It's just yes, like, in La Jolla. Yeah, and it's just like the you know yeah. like the sound that they make. Or no. Oh, I don't know one? what the noises they were making. That sounds cute. They made noises. <laughs> first of all, they were farting. Just <laughs> straight up farts. And then also That's like... funny though. Like, you know when the water is at the end of the drain <laughs> and it makes a blah, 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 noise? Yeah, yeah. That's all that was being made was farting and that. And then there were these two seals. One was trying to fuck. And it was a very like, <laughs> oh, this is every relationship is the guy seal. Like, couldn't be bothered to like get up. He was just rolling. Like... <laughs> Rolling and chasing this female seal is just like now, <coughs> but he's like, <laughs> that's so funny. And like just like tapping her, like hey, 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 you want to hey, do it? Well, fuck. Let's that's fuck. like Come on. pretty much how it is. Yeah, yeah. So these seals have been together a long time. Yeah, and they're, she's like, not tonight. <laughs> People are watching. I have a headache. I'm gonna go sit next to these forty other seals. Yeah, there's pe- there's other seals around. Yeah, God. there's no privacy. What if you are like a yeah. Seal that can only fuck in privacy. I always think about like if my dog is like, are you one of those people that like when Lupe poops, you look away? No, I stare. I've, I stare directly into her butthole <laughs> for the full extent of our walks. I just like think about it if my dog is ever just like, God, it would be great. I don't know how to communicate to you Did with words. Did your dog not make eye contact with you when she poops? No. Oh, Lupe makes direct eye contact, and it looks <laughs> like she's asking for help. <laughs> you gonna get that or what? You got this one. <laughs> she looks embarrassed, ashamed, and it's just like, help me. <laughs> Maybe she's like looking at you because she's like, "Could you please look away?" No, I no. just think Millie is constantly like, "Well, if I had the words to tell you, bitch, I would tell you, but I don't." <laughs> now I heard that dogs when they do go to the bathroom, they have to face north. Yes, I've heard that too, yeah. actually. I had to think about it, but yeah. Which is weird. They um and they have to be on like certain lines. Yeah, they look for meridians. What? I don't know. 
<laughs> I might be making that up. Um, okay, so here's here's what I would love to get into though with all of this. Okay. We're talking about dumb rich bitch shit because yeah. or brilliant, really. I I mean Look, I'd give money to charity. I just also won a seal pond. Yeah, no, I've I get it. I get it. Yeah. Um and a full rhinestone bathroom, but I mean, rhinestone is whatever. I just made that up right now. You're not, you ain't a diamond in a rhinestone world. Mm-hmm. I am a diamond in a rhinestone world. But I'm also a rhinestone in a rhinestone world. I love rhinestones. <laughs> it's very difficult. It. Don't make me choose between all my favorite babies. <laughs> um, so uh, rich people doing bad things. Yeah, which means all, all of people. Uh, yeah, well, all rich people. Yeah. Not all rich people. Just kidding. I mean, um, they just don't get caught. That's the thing. And here's the thing, too, is I cannot wait to be this rich uh, to be awful. Yeah. And get away with it. Uh, you know what? Don't say it now, Jenny, because if you are rich later, somebody's going to dig up this podcast and they're going to be like, well, she did say. <laughs> she did warn us. But also, I'm high and I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm on so many drugs. <laughs> This is not helping you at no, all. Um, no. Anyways, so what Especially did you say? Especially when it comes out that you're a giant drug magnate from Fort <laughs> Jenny. Drug running Fort Adderall. F- <laughs> that's that's my big thing. That's your dead sit. Oh, there's so many. Uh, everyone around me is just so productive. Adderall and Xanax. <laughs> it's a combo. So Not it, Xanax. I don't fuck with Xanax. No, it's together. It's one pill. It's one pill. Yeah. It just makes you... Like very even keel. Yes. And the bonus is every hundred pills, you never know which one it is. Crocodile. <laughs> crocodile. Which is funny to me because crocodile is an injectable drug. Yeah. So it's like a hundred pills and a syringe. Which one is it? <laughs> which one's the crocodile? <laughs> uh fun we have fun we do okay so rich people doing bad things rich people doing shitty things um so all up in the news right now yeah uh, part of it came from that whole like of course Lori laughlin who's really putting her acting skills to oh my god work right? here. although i'm also just like good luck with that because you are no felicity huffman there Lori laughlin well, felicity huffman was like yeah fucked up yeah, but sh- uh, but yeah. Uh, but between the two of them, look, I don't like to compare people necessarily, but in this case, it feels right. Jimmer, she was in the movie Transamerica. Yeah, it was, I liked that movie. It was good. There's, you know, today we'd say it's pretty problematic, but like at the time, at the time we were like, it was okay, pretty cool. But now we're like, and they had trans actors in it too. They did, but they could have used an actual trans. Per- anyway, what matters yeah, I is, mean, it was you know, Felicity Huffman. <laughs> look, we get it now. We didn't get it then. We didn't get it then, but there's yeah. a lot of things we didn't get then. Yeah. So I hope we get now. We're getting closer to getting. Yeah. Um. But if it was a contest between who gave a better, like, f- tearful testimony between Felicity Huffman and Lori Laughlin, like, yeah. who acted their hearts out for that, it would be Felicity Huffman. I didn't see them. No, I'm just saying Felicity oh, Huffman's yeah. a better actress. Oh, definitely. So it was, like, like, up between... Which is funny because Felicity Huffman's like, yeah, mea culpa, I did it, I fucked up. Yeah. Lori Laughlin's like, I just Hallmark Channel, bitch, Lifetime, half a million bucks. Like, what about Aunt look, Becky? Look, with the fifteen grand that that Hoffman did, yeah. that you could be like, uh, uh, no, yeah, right. But yeah. it was like half half a million just like ran away from you. Yeah. Also, 
I want to know what the relationship between her and her daughter is like right oh, now. Oh, man. Well, it's funny because her daughter is, has been like, my mom is so embarrassing. Like, she's just so, I don't know if that's the exact word, but she's oh definitely my God. like, I'm mom? so mad at my mom right now. Oh, my God. Mom, I told you not to money launder, okay? <laughs> God, I just think it's so embarrassing. This is one of those scenarios where it's like people will gleefully eat the rich on this. Like we're yes, all definitely. very happy to see an Olivia Jade go down. But here's the thing. So I remember doing a show and someone had asked if they would have done this for their kids. Every parent said yes. 100%. Everyone would do that's, this. That's what makes the like hum- the humanity aspect of this fascinating because yes. I don't think there's very many people who who like if they didn't have the means would be like, you know what? That's not ethically good. Yeah, I guarantee you that n- pretty much nobody in this situation actually knew that they could get in real trouble for it. I don't think oh, it yeah. ever crossed, crossed their mind. Like the only thing they were worried about was the IRS. Yes. They weren't worried, which you can pay off pretty easily from yeah. if you're a rich person. It happens all the time. And then I think too, even, you know, even with the people who are like, like I remember listening to the radio and they're like, think about the victims, the real victims of the kids who worked so hard. Right, sure. And I'm like, yeah, but if their parents, if you said, hey, parents, 20 grand, your kid gets into Yale, those parents, two seconds would be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. doing it. I'm doing it. Yeah, no, work hard, Jimmy. I'm going to figure some stuff out. I'm, I'm just it. like, why didn't you just get a building named after you? Like all of the other people, all of the other right? college buildings. <laughs> all the endowments. I went to, look, I'm going to put my college on blast. I went to Point Loma Nazarene University. Ever heard of what it? Of course you haven't. Name. There's 2,500 people there. But Point Loma is a Christian college in San Diego. It's pretty. It's gorgeous. It's right on the water. It's yeah. on, you have an ocean view from basically every building on oh. campus. And so, That's trust Jesus me, it was an it's best. awesome, beautiful campus. I, I like lots of things I loved about Point Loma, certain things I didn't love. Yeah. But there's two Fermanian business centers on campus. <laughs> and I, look, I've told the story like at parties and things many times. Uh, if I understand correctly, Mr. Fermanian has two sons. Oh. Okay. And I graduated with one of them. And one of those buildings was built while I was at Point Loma. What does he do? Who is Uh, this guy? I don't know. He's clearly he's a business dude because he's got money to spend on two buildings. Jesus. The second building in a parking garage. What? Right? I just feel like the nicer the building. Do you think though he was actually making that money? What do you think that shade is? What do you mean making that? I don't know what he did. No, but no. What like he, but here's like, the thing is. he. It was his money that built the building. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It was his money. Okay. But but he had two sons. Yeah. So what do you think those sons did or didn't do in order to have those buildings? Well, here's I'm my not thing saying is, that's what happened. I'm just saying that's probably what happened. Is how dumb... Are these people's kids that they can't yeah. get into college? Like, how dumb are they? Yeah. Like, look, I wasn't, I didn't work that hard in school. Mm-hmm. I worked hard, but not super hard. I got, I got into like a good school. Mm-hmm. I did apply it to one school. <laughs> but like, it wasn't like I got in where I could have definitely gone to USC. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I put in the minimum effort. Yeah. I dropped algebra too, and I never took another math class. <laughs> yes. And I still went to a university. So how fucking dumb mm-hmm. are these girls and boys and that they just, they can't even <coughs> put sorry. in the bare minimum? I'm sorry. You're just so yeah. swamped by your uh Look, being an influencer product. is a lot of work. Ugh. 
that on it a wrapper. It is actually a lot of work, but still. But also, too, is that um, they didn't talk Hayes. about the um, silico- the Silicon Valley parents that have been oh. getting shit, too. Oh, my God. The- I fucking forgot about that kid because his parents weren't famous. They He's haven't the talked about him. The rapper kid who, like, <laughs> couldn't be dumber than a brick. Like, he <laughs> is... Everything he says is embarrassing. I am... You just, like, Man. delight in it and also want to, like, rip off your skin and wish you never had <laughs> ears or eyes. You're like, you can't exist. The universe doesn't compute your existence. Yeah. How are you real? I just... It's, it's insane. You know what, rich people? You did this, dickheads. So this is... This is gaudiness, which I'm sure they live pretty gaudy lives. Mm. I mean, Massimo. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What a gaudy fashion brand. Do you Target? think Target is like, hmm, reevaluating that one? Um, Probably not. No, because men never suffer. Has anyone really talked right. about Nobody's the husbands? Right, nobody's talked about this? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you think the husbands are just like, oh, honey, um, <coughs> 15 grand is gone. What happened? Right. Don't worry about it, Chad. Oh, okay. Do you like think that's, that's how William, can you do your William H. Macy impression while you say that whole thing again? <laughs> It'll be a cake. Yeah. Don't worry about it, Chad. There it is. It's not very good. That was, yeah, that was a weird William H. Macy <laughs> Look, impression. I'm not good at this. All right. It's not my thing. <laughs> I know. Well, I didn't ask myself to do it. I'm not doing it. So did you, you saw the, um, I think it was the documentary was called Generation Wealth. Yes. Which, oh my God, so good. I'm going to bring it up real quick. Hold on. Okay, so yeah, Generation Wealth 2018 documentary by Lauren Greenfield, who I love her work. Have you seen her previous work? What else does she do? She did this great book, um, like on um, basically on women and young girls and um, Mm. body image. No. Oh, it's this it's this amazing photo series that she did. Um, But so in Generation Wealth, if you guys haven't seen it. Um, she also did the Queen of Versailles oh, documentary. God, that's um, a fun which one. is crazy. Like Super the thing weird. where her cousin's gonna lose the house. Uh-huh. And she's just like, oh well, that sucks. Yeah, you're like, you live in a fucking castle. You wouldn't even know if you moved your family in. Yes. Not even that. Excuse me, a palace. Buy their house. Okay. Yeah. But I mean that guy, like, so here's the thing is like if you watch that, you realize what just like human garbage they are yeah and like the, how the kids are suffering too like mm-hmm. how his kids from the first marriage were like yeah we wore like secondhand suits and yeah. like never saw him yeah well he made all this money on timeshares right he's a timeshare <laughs> magnate uh it's so crazy but can you give the like quick background of what what queen of versailles is about so queen of versailles is about this couple who builds who's goes out and their goal is to build the largest house in America. Mm-hmm. A like, noble goal. Yeah, obviously. And it's modeled after, you know, Versailles. Um, that was uh, the palace of, you know, people like Marie Antoinette. And, um, I mean, as history has taught us, bad things don't happen to royalty. No, only good things happen to <laughs> yeah, Marie Antoinette. Yeah. yeah, like she got everyone cake. Mm-hmm. Speaking of your cake, bag. Look. I just want to be Marie Antoinette. Yeah, you're just like, want to let them eat cake, but not my bed. Yeah, not my cake don't let bed. them eat cake. This is really just let me eat cake. <laughs> oh, did I say let them? I meant me. Yeah. So, oh no, what did I just do? Did I break it? So yeah, so with um, with Generation Wealth, 
this is kind of piggybacks off. Oh, so what ha- basically what happened with the Queen of Versailles is that their opulent palace, mm-hmm. um, the uh, crash happened. Yes. And so it's basically left in ruins. I don't know if it's still in ruins to this day or know. like what we happened really to it. But it was like 25 million or more or something. I mean, it's, I mean, it's insane and crazy the kind of money that exists and like, you know, and it's like gaudiness. See, I like that kind of gaudiness on Versailles itself. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it's historically contextualized gaudiness. Yeah, it is. You know, but to bring that shit back is just like, okay, it's a little yeah. crazy. Or like the theatrical, like um, and like a photographer like um, David LaChapelle mm-hmm. is like a great, that kind of Versailles um, gaudiness, gold, Baroque-ish vibe to it. You know, mm. but it's... It's not um, the same kind of thing as like right as here's my two hundred million dollar home decked out in gold. Um, also, my family can't afford their house, but I'm not going to help them because I'm trying to build my own house right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just the the problem. Yeah. So then there's she comes up with Generation Wealth, which was this great documentary, kind of like talking about all of her work, but all of her work is very focused on um, like wealth and the wealthy and like com- the like commod the oh my god i'm going to fuck this word up so bad <laughs> commoditization is that a word did i make that up no it's a word yeah of uh, yeah. <laughs> of um of like bodies and um you know of uh, uh man i can't even explain it i can't even explain it it's so there's so Do many layers to her blanks? work yes please fill it all right so fill here's the my thing blanks. is like i'm a ooh fill them blank blanks. so the filling in of the blanks on that is just that like she's really good at at like showcasing the grotesque I yes. think the grotesque side of wealth, which I also think like one of my favorite writers of all time is Flannery O'Connor. She does a really yes. good job of showing the go- grotesque and things that you wouldn't necessarily see it in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it's the same idea. So the the Versailles documentary is great because you really see the ugly side. Like for example, they have a pet lizard that dies and you're just like, how do you have all this money in this big fucking house, but you have nobody to take care of your pets? You know, just things yeah. like that. Like the house is filled with shit and piss from their dogs. Yes. Like they just don't, they they don't really, they have more house than they have the ability to actually, like they create stress for themselves based on this like naked pursuit yeah. of wealth to a degree that is not only destructive for them, but is like works against their goal. Yes. In the long run. I had an Uber driver who was a, um, who used to be a uh, reptile caretaker to the oh, wealthy. Fun fact. Yeah. A lot wow. Of, they love snakes. Do you know that wealthy people love snakes? Makes sense. I don't know why it doesn't, <laughs> I don't know why it makes sense, but if I can have a steel pond, they can have a snake. Yeah. But again, too, of like, we're all brought up with this idea of like, if you were like, I want a pet, your parents were like, we'll take care of it. Mm-hmm. And then it just becomes, then it like, there's a separation between I want something mm-hmm. and then the end result of you getting it. True. Yeah. Which true, is true, true. like, like with the handbags. Well, yes. Oh yeah. Well, so like one of the things that I think about a lot is, um, in fashion you see really the naked pursuit of wealth and the appearance of wealth in yes. so many like embarrassing ways. I think Ooh. it's embarrassing. Like, I've encountered way too many people in the fashion world where it, literally all they care about is what brand someone has on. And to me, that's just like, it's not 
first of all, it's not the end goal. Like, yeah, you just want to have the name of a brand who could afford to sell their bags for $28,000 yeah. to you or whatever, you know, like you, it has nothing to do with the artistry. It has nothing to do with like how well it's made or bells and whistles it has. It doesn't even have bells and whistles. God damn it. Yeah. It's just like, it's a tunic. It says, it says Chanel on it. You know, it says Hermes and it's like, Look, the Hermes bags are beautiful, but like, do they need to be how much they are? No, not really. I don't think so. I mean, no. are they are they handcrafted any differently than like? Yeah, they're made of of tiny children's skin. Oh, okay, well, and I children's mean, skin is very expensive. I would pay top dollar <laughs> for some yeah. tiny children's yeah. skin. No, but like that's the thing is like there's this gap between like what things are worth, and we all know this. People and that also creates problems for like actually thoughtful considerate designers out there because then like they see Chanel and they're like, that's overpriced. Oh, you're just trying to be Chanel. And it's like, no, this is actually what it costs to make this because I'm using like really high, not to say that Chanel doesn't use high end things or skilled craftsmen. It's just like Mm. that money's not going back to the skilled craftsmen. But yeah, do they? I mean, you kind of have already said that a lot of the designer brands that we love. Mm-hmm. There's a huge inflation um, rate. Are Yeah, are made in the same shops that make yes. your Kohl's clothes. Right. Kohl's clothes. I mean, I don't know if, if it's exactly that, here? but yeah, like that's true. Do they have Kohl's here? Yeah, we have a Kohl's here. Okay. It's in Sun Valley. Kohl's is a very like Midwest. I remember um, yeah. taking a trip with my babysitter and be like, we're going to Kohl's. <laughs> Aren't they in like Wisconsin or something? Yeah. Midwest. Um, so... Queen of Versailles is great. Uh, it's a really illustrative thing of like, well, I don't want to be that kind of rich person. Yeah, <laughs> right? of like you're the loss, the, the loss of touch with reality. Yeah. Wealthy. I think that like if she just took, uh, if they got rid of part of their house and invested it in like a cleaning service, it would work out well for them. <laughs> I'm like an organizer. But um, I, which is all I want really. And then. So um, wait, does the house still, is the house still around? I don't know. I didn't get, I didn't look it up, but no, okay. <laughs> what I did look up was some, some historical bad people, bad rich people. Yeah. So, um, there's a lot of things that are named after bad rich people. I have to tell you about a bad rich girl that I like. Ooh, that you like. Yeah. Cause she's so fucking weird. Oh, who is it? Um, she's the, um, witch of wall street. What? Yes. Oh my God. Tell me everything. Okay. First, talk about your baddie. No, I want to know about the witch. Okay, so the witch of Wall Street, she's uh, around, I believe, the 1900s, like early 1900s or late 1800s. And she um, was played the Wall Street game. And she was called the witch because she never wore new clothes. All of her <laughs> clothes had holes in them. Oh. She never showered. She apparently smelled fucking horrible. I'm not into this. But she was like this penny-pinching like money, like always seeing where her money went. Like, Mm. I mean, she was at one point the wealthiest woman in New York and bailed out the treasury. Wow. How come we don't hear about her? Um, because she's a woman and she was not fuckable. Oh yeah. Well, we can't talk about unfuckable women. I mean, look, to be fair, even I'd be like, I would definitely not fuck this woman. Oh wow. Like smelly, does not shower. So Mm, her, her son, a story about her son, he broke his leg and Uh she took him to a free clinic. Wow. Yeah. And he had a limp his whole life. I think that that is wrong. That's, I mean, that's definitely wrong. Don't take it. You have the money. Spend it. 
But so she like had this world of like she never bought new stuff, like, but was had so much fucking money. Hmm. Yeah, and she looked like a witch. She was just literally wearing rags, but was the wealthiest woman in New York. Yeah. That I will say actually is some gaudy positive shit. That is some gaudy to positive. To be like, shit. I'm the richest bitch here. Yeah, New York City, I'll bail you out. Hold on, I'm just gonna take a pee in the middle of this street. <laughs> I love her. That's fucking cool. <laughs> she is a gaudy positive icon. <laughs> yeah, gaudy positive icon of the week. Yeah, look, Witch of Wall Street. Witch of Wall Street. <laughs> just But please take care of your kids. Yeah, also, yeah, and, and don't, don't take don't exploit the free clinic don't either. Pee in the middle of the street. Give money to the free clinic. I would give money to the free clinic. All right. Well, that's wild. Okay, well, so I, I just baddie. got it up. So um, there's a few things in, in this uh, here country of ours named after a one Mr. Carnegie. Yep. Carnegie. Carnegie. Which, how do you say it? Carnegie. Yeah, it's, like I do deli. too. But I hear people say it both ways, so I don't know. Um, Didn't he have the, um, the uh, anxiety I don't thing? Know. Book I don't about, know. About like, how to get over your anxiety? Uh, I don't know, but he did write something about something called the gospel of wealth. Okay, so which good. was an article he wrote all about um, encouraging rich people to give up their money. So Ooh. good. Was good. that later in life though? Yeah. Okay. Also, like, you know, it's kind of like when uh, you like eat French fries, and then later on you're like, I don't want those French fries anyways. Uh, but you're like, no, it's no, not like that. I already um, ate those French fries. So it's like he's already he's already rich and wealthy. Now he's like, yeah. By the way, you well, don't need this money. He's also encouraging other rich people to give up their money, which is good. Um, but here's the thing. So he was. This is where he, we get like kind of like the a bigger picture of who he was, yeah. right? So he was one of more than fifty members of the South Fork Fishing and Hunting Club, which has been blamed for the Johnstown flood that killed twenty two over twenty two hundred people. Wait, what? In eighteen eighty nine. Yep. So at the suggestion of his friend, Benjamin Ruff, Carnegie's partner, Henry Clay Frick, best name ever. Okay, great guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Frick Museum, right? Ah. Is that the guy, the Frick Collection? Might be. Woo. Had formed the exclusive South Fork Fishing and Hunting Club high above Johnstown, Pennsylvania. The 60-odd club members were the leading business tycoons of Western Pennsylvania and included among their number Frick's best friend, Andrew Mellon. Oh, what a wild time. Mr. Carnegie, Mr. Mellon. Yep. Uh, and his attorney's Philander Knox. This guy's name was Philander. What a great name. And it's it's spelled correctly. Philander yeah. Knox and James Hay Reed, as well as Frick's business partner, Carnegie. High above the city near the small town of South Fork, the South Fork Dam was originally built between some t- years nobody gives a shit about in Pennsylvania <laughs> to be used as a reservoir for the canal basin in Johnstown with the coming of age of railroads superseding canal bars. We don't care about this shit either. Let's move on. Prior to the flood, speculators had purchased the abandoned reservoir, made less than well-engineered repairs to the old dam, raised the lake level, built cottages and a clubhouse, and created the South Fork Fishing and Hunting Club. Less than 20 miles downstream from the dam sat the city of Johnstown, which we Uh-oh. know flooded and a lot of people died. Uh-oh. So we don't need to talk about what the dam was, but additionally, a previous owner removed and sold for scrap the three cast iron discharge pipes that previously allowed a controlled release of water. What? There had been some speculation as to the dam's integrity and concerns have been raised by the head of the Cambria Iron Works downstream in Johnstown. Such repair work, a reduction in height, and unusually high snow melt and high spring rains combined to cause the dam to give way. Oh, no. In 1889, resulting in 20 million tons of water sweeping down the valley as the Johnstown flood. 
When word of the dam's failure was telegraphed to Pittsburgh, Frick and other members of the South Fork Fishing and Hunting Club gathered to form a Pittsburgh Relief Committee for assistance of the flood victims, as well as determining never to speak publicly about the club or the flood. <laughs> Fuckers. Oh, we're going to be this money, but don't ever speak Don't talk about this. it. The strategy was a success, and Knox and Reed were able to fend off all lawsuits that would have placed blame upon the club's members. Whoa. Although Cambria Iron and Steel's facilities were heavily damaged by the flood, they returned to full production within a year. The flood, Carnegie built Johnstown, or after the flood, Carnegie built Johnstown a new library and replaced the one that by Cambria's chief legal counsel, Cyrus Elder, which was destroyed in the flood. The Carnegie donated library is now owned by the Johnstown Area Heritage Association and houses the flood museum. What, it's just like, how many things do you see with names like Carnegie or Mellon on them? Yeah, tons. And or Rockefeller. Like, oh, that's a nice thing you did, Mr. Rockefeller. Yeah, yeah exactly. And yeah. it's like, actually, no, he really needed to do that because he was a shitty fucking dude. Yeah, because he killed a bunch of people. And right here in our own backyard, we have Griffith Park here in LA. Another wealthy guy. And if you like things like the Hollywood sign, you often go to, like, you go to Griffith Park, you'd go up to the Griffith Observatory. I prefer when it's in Hollywood land. Uh, you know, I'm more of a, I'm a, you know, like old stuff. Yeah. Well, I couldn't think of the word for when you like stuff before it's popular. Well, I'm a hipster when it comes to the Hollywood side. I get it. I get it. I liked it. it before it was cool. I liked it before it was cool. Well, so here's the thing. Here's something that's actually really funny about Griffith Park. Okay. It's not actually a park. Griffith Park is named after Griffith J. Griffith. Who allowed that? I don't know. Okay. But here's what you should know about Griffith, okay. Jay Griffith. So he was a wealth, 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 Welsh industrialist. There we go. Okay. And wealthy. No he was one a likes wealthy the Welsh. Welsh industrialist. A wealthy Welsh industrialist, Griffith Griffith. This and sounds, philanthropist. This sounds fake. Doesn't All it? Of this sounds, Isn't this so funny? This sounds like a Disney villain. Right? He's the wealthiest Welshman. So funny. In all the land, Griffith C. Griffith. Griffith, J. Griffith. Oh, whatever. <laughs> what is it? The J is very important. It stands for <laughs> Jenkins. Griffith Jenkins Griffith was a Welsh industrialist and philanthropist who was also convicted of assaulting his wife with a deadly, deadly weapon. Okay, cool. He shot her in the face. What? <laughs> she didn't die. She oh lost an eye, God. but she survived. And she you know, just lost an eye being shot in the face. That was it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there was some other fallout, but like usually our brains, there's some brain things, right? Yeah. But yeah, she didn't die. So um, then in the, so he shot her and then uh, in the 1880s, he donated to the city of Los Angeles 3,015 acres, which became Griffith Park. <laughs> and he bequeathed the money to build the park's Greek theater and Griffith Observatory. His legacy was marred, of course, by his notorious shooting of his wife in 1903. Was it marred? Because I love that park. <laughs> it's a great park. Look, if a bitch got to lose an eye so that I can take a cool sef- selfie on a mountain, yeah. then a bitch got to lose an eye. You know what well, I mean? you know. You know who else is a piece of shit? Who? Oh, let's get into it. Getty. Oh, yeah. The Getty family is full of nuts, too. Whoa. Oh, yeah. So you tell me more. About, so, I mean, Getty actually originally from Minnesota. Um... There's there's so many in the line of Gettys that I'm not sure who's who, but mm. apparently, so the Getty grandfather, the Getty grandson in the 70s was kidnapped because he was out being an artist in Italy, and these guys kidnapped him, mm-hmm. and they were like, give us money, and he was like, nah, and they were like, 
Don't you like <laughs> want your son, your grandson? And he goes, ugh. Do I have to? Oh, wow. So that's what the movie, oh, what's that movie? All the Money in the World, I think oh. is what it's based off of. And so finally, just to, I mean, there's so much bullshit in how awful the Getty family is. Oh, also the, the grandfather, every time his wife would get pregnant, he would divorce her. Oh. Yeah, because he's yes. just like, ew, gross. Wow. Baby and you, yuck. Wow. So, um, so then what ended up happening is, so when he did finally put up the money for ransom, after he'd lost the grandson, like lost an ear. Yeah, like oh, they wow. cut off parts of his kid's body. He only gave the allotted amount where he wouldn't be taxed by the IRS. <laughs> wow. <laughs> See, this is some rich people shit. This is gaudy gone wrong. You could just be rich and just have a great kick-ass museum. Right. And serve ice cream to the no, people. you gotta be. No. You don't get to that level of money. I mean, Getty was a oil tycoon. Yeah. You don't oh, get yeah. to that. By being like, he I wasn't. Mean, I love pictures. He's there will be blood. Yeah, he drank that milkshake. Yes. Oh yes, he did. Yes. That's my favorite and now, line. Of all, all of movies. our photos are now stamped right with Getty images. That's right. And people are like, oh, it didn't have a Getty stamp. What does that mean, Zimbio? Fuck that. <laughs> Fun fact: I interviewed at Zimbio you. years ago, and it was for a job that would have paid thirty thousand dollars a year. I had the flu while Stop. I was interviewing, and I it was they it came down to me and another person. They went with the other person. For I think thirty. Yeah, because they were a startup. Uh, I think I right. I think I chose wisely, or I think they right. chose wisely in not hiring me because that would have fucking sucked. Here's all our, right, our here's, last one. This is funny though, okay. Jenny, because. You said Getty, and that jogged a memory for me. There's a People article, People Magazine article, that's literally titled The Eight Most Scandalous Moments in Getty Family History. What? There's eight of them. And I have to share this one about Andrew Getty. Okay. It's almost so, it's almost, sometimes I feel like like this family might be so awful, they might actually be gaudy positive. Oh, they are. They like, it's a, there's like this weird little, they get close to the end of the circle. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Andrew Getty is found dead. In March 2015, the 47-year-old grandson of oil tycoon J. Paul Getty is discovered bleeding in the bathroom hallway of his Hollywood Hills mansion. He's the one with the ear. He's the one with the ear. Without, without and, the ear. Uh, yeah, well. Andrew's <laughs> ex-girlfriend, Lanessa DeJong, whom Getty had filed a restraining order against just two weeks prior, finds his body, though the police don't believe there was any foul play. <laughs> Andrew, who collected puppets, skulls, and prehistoric bird skeletons recreationally, struggled yeah, like with drug, normal, drug addiction and high blood pressure his whole life. That's a normal thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, if, listen, ladies, if anyone on Tinder <laughs> wants to show you their bird skeleton collection, yeah. they're probably a Getty. Yes. This so, one's so not super... with it. This one's not super gaudy, but there's a name in here I want to share. His Please. name was Balthazar Getty. Balthazar is Balthazar such a good... Is that, that's, the, that's the father. He's the great-grandson. He's a... Oh, he's... Okay, he's, he's a great-grandson. Yeah, he's got a crazy look in his eye. But he uh, had an affair with Sienna Miller in 2008 while married to his wife, Rosetta. Rosetta Stone. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, I just think that... I don't, it's okay, not really even like a gaudy positive. I know. Her name was Rosetta Stone. <laughs> um, no, you know, I, that's not even really a gaudy positive story, but the name Balthazar is definitely gaudy positive. Yes. And uh, that's it. Uh, you know, here's a here's a happy gaudy story, though. Okay. Because this is, again, this is the thing where you've got like, oh, they're such good people, but actually they like flooded a town. And yeah. so that's how you get a library. <laughs> 
Um, Eileen Getty overcomes her struggles, offers some hope. This is also from people. Okay. Not all stories of the Getty family are grim. While Eileen struggled with addiction and contracted HIV, she's been sober for nine years and runs two charities, Get Love, which helps the homeless, and the Eileen Getty Foundation, which advocates for environmental causes. Wait, is it Getty Love? Yeah, it's J. It's G-E-T-T. Yes, of course it is. How could you not have your name in it? If you're a rich person, your name is on everything. Get to love. Wow, yeah. what a great journey through a garbage human. Garbage human. So we are not gaudy positive. Carnegie. We didn't even get to Rockefeller. Who needs no, to? You Google it. There is. I so will much. say though, I have been to uh, their mansions in Newport, Rhode Island. Mm. They can do tours. Mm-hmm. Fabulous. Oh yeah, I've been to the Vanderbilt Mansion. Is that the one in Newport? I mean, they um, all were in Newport. I don't know Newport. where that is. No, it's in New York somewhere. Oh, yeah. No, in Newport. I'm just mentioning mansions I've been to. In Newport. The- <laughs> we had the Bel Air Mansion in is Bowie. Is that your new book? That's my new book. Mansions I've been to. <laughs> <laughs> it's, there's two. Vanderbilt and the Bel Air Mansion in Bowie, Maryland. Mm, I've, yeah. I've been to, I think it was the Rockefeller. Mm. And then I think it was another one in Newport. They had like three main ones that you can go see and you get mm. like a ticket to get all three. But um, I've also been to a lot of um, ex-presidents places. Oh. Which uh, Oh, yeah. I guess great. I've done that. Yeah. Yeah. I've been to Mount Vernon twice. Oh, twice. Twice. I went as a kid. I remember nothing. You know what? They have great soup. Okay. It's peanut soup. Get in soup. on that. It's what soup? Peanut soup. Peanut soup. Roasted peanut soup. I want that. Martha Washington's. Oh, Martha. Uh, <laughs> That's what she used to make. Martha, Martha, Martha. You know what? Do you ever think Martha Stewart goes to bed at night and she's like, damn it, I will never be the first. (laughs) The first Martha. (laughs) Do you ever think? That song, Martha, My Dear, was written for Martha Stewart. Oh. That's not true at all. I made that up. Anyways. I don't know the song at all. Well, you guys are hearing it first. You're hearing it live. Okay, bye. Bye. (laughs)